Welcome to Weird World Podcast. Here is part two of The Dangers of Babysitting, the Evelyn Hartley case. Let's get right to it. Let's talk about Evelyn Hartley. Let's talk about Evelyn Hartley. This is the one okay, in lacrosse. You're going to feel really bad about that little ditty <laughs> after you find out what happens to Evelyn Hartley. I'm not going to feel bad at all. This is uh, lacrosse, <laughs> Wisconsin. Hence my mistake uh, earlier. Yeah. Which is which is the French place of lacrosse for the cross. The cross. That's my French right there. Coming coming back in handy from high school. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, she was 15. She was also a very responsible and studious teenager. Oh, they always. Most babysitters are. Wow! Look at Carrie toot her own babysitting <laughs> yeah. horn right there. And she's babysitting for strangers. Mm-hmm. This happened on October 24th, 1953. So just three years after poor Jeanette's thing. Demise. Hello? Thing. Okay. Thing. Involving murder. That night, there was a lacrosse state college homecoming game. And uh, Evelyn's father happened to be a professor oh. at that college. I forget what he taught. Probably like uh, philosophy. I'm going to say accounting. Might have been math, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say math. I'm going to say tractoring. Tractoring. Potato <laughs> <laughs> <Like laughs> farming. Cheese making, Cheese probably. Beer making, yeah. maybe? Beer. <laughs> Not beer, is it? This is cheddar country. Uh, there was another professor. I don't know what he taught. Was his, he a His nutty? name was Mr. Rasmussen. And his family needed a babysitter that night because his wife was very pregnant and she was just exhausted and she wanted to get out of the house. And um, they and they also had a seven-year-old. So they decided they wanted to go to the homecoming game. They were going to take the seven-year-old with them. Oh, maybe she was pregnant. Okay, Karen. <laughs> Your stories are so full of Somebody had to be babysat. <laughs> I'm hoping Emma or someone watched the video, the, yeah. the documentary. Emma was, was, was Anne Romack pre- pregnant? <laughs> Do you remember that? She was dead. Not pregnant. Well, somebody was pregnant. Okay. <laughs> Not Somewhere in America, 1953 and 1950, someone was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, um, they, they needed a babysitter. She maybe she was exhausted because she had a baby. <laughs> it's possible Anne Romack was pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Right. So anyhow, um, the Rasmussens needed a babysitter. So. Evelyn decided instead of going to the homecoming game, she would go babysit for oh, the Rasmussens because she was a, a responsible nice. and studious she's teenager. 15, she's very responsible. Mm-hmm. She didn't even go to that school, so I don't and really know why it would have been skin off her back. It was probably a big deal in the town, and her yeah, dad taught and her. Not a lot going on across yeah. Wisconsin. So Mr. Rasmussen picked her up at home at her house at about six thirty. Took her back to to their house. She brought her books with her to study after the baby went to sleep. As you do. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Rasmussen instructed her to put the baby in the crib at 7 and then cover the baby with a blanket at 7.15. I don't know why everything I read or saw about this talked about that detail. Baby on a schedule. Weird. Because you got to smother the baby. Cover it with a blanket. But you don't yeah. cover the baby when you first put him down to no, bed? No, no, no. I Let it know. air out for 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's just out weird. A bit and then cover it up. <laughs> and they left for the game at about 6.45, so she had a whole 15 minutes of babysitting Damn. to do until yeah. it was bedtime for that kid. She was overpaid. Oh, wait. No. 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 Bad. Evelyn's mother. But Jack doesn't. No. Uh, because I didn't make a joke about her. 
Evelyn's mother said she got a bad feeling at about 7 p.m. Yeah, that's a lie. Oh, my God. You did when you looked back on it the day after, bitch. But she ignored the bad feeling because she knew Evelyn would be calling home at about 8.30 because that's what she always did Did when she was babysitting. Did she have a premonition? Yeah. No. I just read a story about... In fact, maybe we'll do a weird world about it one of these days. But you hear about that... um, This guy, this father went missing like in 1961 or something like that, right? Um, and, and they'd been in the same house since 1958. And it was, you know, never an explanation. He was never found. And there was always rumors that he had been murdered and buried on the property throughout for 50 years, whatever. There have been these rumors. And then finally, just recently, and, and, and in fact, the, the family still owns it. The, like the son, who's now 60 years old or something like that, he uh, has in the past dug up and, and had ground radar and things like that. They finally dug in some other parts of the property just the other day, and they sure enough found bodies that they're almost certain is the father. And he said, and I quote, he said, I just had a premonition that he was dug down there. A <laughs> premonition. You've known what? that this guy was buried on your property. Your dad went disappeared in 1961, and that there's been rumors that entire time that he was buried on the property. That's not a fucking premonition, asshole. Well, That's and a, also, isn't a premonition suspicion. before something happens? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. But he had a premonition that yeah. they'd find the body, something like that. But still, yeah. it just bugs me. So when people have and pe- people have premonitions like this, this woman here, they have them after the thing happens. Yeah. And yes. That's how they remember it. It's annoying. It really is. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to give Evelyn's mother too much psychic credit. guff over it. Oh, I am. No, she's okay. Uh, I'm okay. No, yeah. (laughs) I'm giving her no credit. I'm still angry. I'm not giving her any credit, but I'm not going to criticize her. I am. I am. Here we are. I can do both. (laughs) Yes. She's a good lady. Sorry about your dead kid, but dumb. (laughs) So. God. That was succinct and evil. She ignored her bad feeling because Evelyn was going to call at 830 because she always calls at 830 when she's out babysitting. When Evelyn didn't call at 830, she said. A bad feeling. Now I have a badder feeling. Tried to call her. So now her grammar is suspect. So. And yeah. when Evelyn didn't answer the phone, when they she tried calling bad. her, they sent the dad over there she to check the on her. Feeling. <laughs> Wasn't it just a few houses down too, right? Uh, no, it must have been further than that because Mr. Rasmussen had to pick her up and drive her back. That was the porch light people. No, I thought no, I no, the, I read about this. That was and Mary Lou Jenkins. I thought this was just a few houses down, but I got. Oh. I don't know. I didn't get addresses. Okay. You didn't Google map it? Addresses. Uh, and actually, he didn't, he didn't go right over there. They waited a while because he didn't get there till about 9.20. I had a couple of beers. Give him a break, man. All the doors were locked. Drinking. It's Wisconsin. Yeah, drinking cheese. All the doors were locked. Nobody answered the door. Did you say <laughs> drinking cheese? Drinking cheese. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's, all, it's also kind of known for its beer. Just F. You know, I mean, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Name of the base. Come on, man. Schlitz. Milwaukee's like Schlitz. What does she know about beer? Yeah, really, you're saying beer. that to your 18-year-old You need to learn more California. about beer. Respect the beer. I appreciate it for its history. I hate it for its hipster ass hattery. No. I had a good beer called Mermaid Bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) She sounds like a four year old. It's called Mermaid Bubbles. It's It's my favorite beer in the whole wide world. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I don't really have a favorite beer, but it wasn't bad. Mom's got to fact check your joke. (laughs) Okay, so around 9 20, dad. 
gets to the Dad. house. You mean Mr. Hartley? Mr. Hartley. Nobody's <clears throat> answering the doors. Professor Hartley. Nobody's answering the doors. All the doors are locked. He finds a basement window open. Well, that's weird. So he decides to go through it to get into the house. Basement window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those usually low. Yeah. Underground. Yeah. Those like, are weird. Too. I, that is weird. Like it's three quarters buried. I know. Just, I have a six you know inch tall window. <laughs> well, go all in. I can stick in. my foot through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, you don't want an entire room completely. Closed off. That's yeah. but like most basements normally now. are. Yeah, yeah. they're completely underground. Don't you want a window to maybe yeah. let some air in? <laughs> you have circulation. No, so I get it. I see yeah, it. my grandma had yeah, had yeah, a. She lived cool. in a basement apartment, and they had like the little concrete things dug out, and that's oh. where the windows were. Oh yeah. yeah. So the the windows were partially or even mostly underground, uh, but they you oh, know I they see. had a oh, little thing yeah. dug. So uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. She was a gassy lady, so you had to yeah. open <laughs> yeah, the Hey, yeah. Rest in peace. I don't think the, Grandma Polly ever farted in her entire life. Oh, oh my God. She oh, yeah, she did. She if she didn't, if she didn't, yeah. she spontaneously combusted. No, yeah, that was uh, Grandma Rose, who you were named after because they called her Granny Grunt because yeah. she <laughs> farted so much. That's fart amazing. I, know. I don't mm-hmm. actually. I love my ancestors. Aaron farts. Yeah, Aaron. That's <laughs> Aaron can clear. I'm Granny Grunt. Yep. We should name you Rose. That she's one. She's one with the Chippewa heritage. Okay. Back to Evelyn Hartley. Mr. Hartley went through the basement window. He found the lights on in the house, the radio playing. Was the basement filled with mannequins in a very eerie way? Ooh. Just for a quick scare before you... No? No. Well, in oh. my screen, screenplay, it's going to be. It was probably no- a rumpus room. What? With mannequins. Rumpus? Like... That's what they called him in the 50s. I don't know. That Sometimes he sex. wanted a rumpus. No, for no. making a rumpus. Oh, my God. <laughs> dirty bitch. 1950s had sex dungeons. <laughs> Jeremy, come on. Are you kidding me? They slept in separate beds. <laughs> Not hey, seen Lucy and Ricky. I'm do no, that. they slept in one full bed. It's weird. All of them. The whole family. You've seen like old movies where like, how, just, you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're an inch apart. How yeah. can you possibly sleep like Charlie that? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Why did all the grandparents Yeah. I don't know. They, well, were, they were poor. Don't ask that question. They didn't have a room. Why was it in the middle of the room? <laughs> the less known about that, the better. <laughs> and the baby was asleep in his crib. Cool. Safe and sound? Yes. Baby's safe. Oh, good. He went, he went to a neighbor's house and called the police at the nine. The baby did? No, the dad. <laughs> <laughs> It did sound like the baby. I know. Smart baby. (laughs) At what time? 9.49 p.m. The police responded. Just one police department in this story. That's good. And there was evidence of a struggle in the house. The living room furniture was out of place. Oh, no. The feng shui was all off. Yep. My chi is lost. Evelyn's glasses were broken and on the floor. Were That's m- the most disturbing <laughs> part. Well, well, it's suggestive. Well, you yes. Glasses, well, that is it's true. really inconvenient when they're broken. Yes. Yes. And, you're blind. and hopefully, it, it, the story's going to end with her just exactly. losing her glasses. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. That's, That's the hardest part. I'm assuming that's what. Yes. Mm-hmm. There were mud stains on the carpet. Uh, oh, well, okay. They, she lost her glasses, and they're going to have to clean up the mud. So, so far, this is not that bad. She's probably not going to get paid because her paycheck's going to have to go towards that stain. And she only worked for like 15 minutes anyway. Yeah. One of her shoes no. was found in the living room. So she lost a shoe. She lost so she lost a shoe. She cleans up the mud. So she's and running around with like one you shoe. always have the one shoe. And, yeah. The other what? shoe. 
The other shoe was found at the bottom of the basement steps. So now she got another shoe back. So this oh, is actually so a plus. It's a this is, this okay, is a, she's okay. got a pair now. We're okay. good. Phew. Not not on her. Oh. Well, but they'll give them back, right? Yeah. yeah. They're there. There was a step ladder under the basement window. Um, apparently, the Rasmussens had left it down there because they were going to be painting. In the rumpus room. <laughs> <laughs> they found tennis shoe prints on the ground outside the window. And then, oddly enough, they found similar prints outside windows of other houses in the neighborhood. Jason. So yeah. this person, somebody, is going up to other houses yeah. and yeah. going right up to the window. Is that not freaky? That's, That's yeah. the freakiest thing in the fucking earth. Some stranger is face against your glass. Uh. Yeah. Going up to other people's uh. houses gives me a weird feeling. Yeah. It's weird. It, is, it is very weird. It is weird. <laughs> it is not an acceptable behavior. I know. Well, I mean, you know, even if I'm supposed to, I'm still like, I what? Wait, what? <laughs> no, what? In what world are you supposed to? Uh, my job is to go up to other strangers' houses and put my and face in the window. And just creepily breathe my, on their window. My job does involve going to strangers' houses. Because <laughs> so it that. does, but... Hopefully they're not at the window. Yes. Do you peek in the windows before? No. Maybe you should. Well, there was one house I did. I was like, (laughs) well, because I would be knocking on the door and no one would answer. It's because the grandma was fucking blasting bubble guppies for the toddler. (laughs) They couldn't hear me knock on the door. (laughs) Um, She broke the window. No, I had to go look through the window like, bitch, let me in. Yay. Uh, the prints found uh, in other houses. The basement window screen had been (laughs) removed. And there was Primark's. On the basement window. Oh, bitch. So they had to pry it open. They so all- she locked herself out, and she was able to get back in <laughs> yeah. through the... Okay. She lost her yeah. shoes at some point, so that And sucks, she had to go to but- Primark to get new ones. Primark. It's a store in the UK. Oh, this is oh, in is the it UK? Really? Yes. No, this is no. in Wisconsin. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm making a word play. Okay. All right. The Primarks on the window. There were also Primarks on three other windows in the house. Let's see. Like, you know, scratches the where they tried Mark's to like get a, in the window. Can you whisper open? that question again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emma wanted to know, what are Primarks? What Primarks? They also found a significant amount of blood in the backyard. Nah. Uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. And <laughs> that's I say it? No. <laughs> what? Sometimes in the backyard? It just gets you. Gets it you. Out of nowhere. It just comes out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, fuck. I Was it go snowy? I got to Primark to get tampons. <laughs> Okay. Oh, was it Emma snowy? Rosie. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Was it yeah, because of the bad joke, not the tampons. Uh, not that I'm aware of. It was not snowing then. No. Okay. It's October. It's probably not snowing yet. No. Well, A, it's rocked over. Yeah, I was about to B, say. why would it not be snowing <laughs> in Wisconsin in October? Listen to her. I don't know. Maybe. It's probably a little bit early. Snow in October, Wisconsin. Because uh, the reason I say asked that is because there'd be a bloody snow, be kind of a you know just a harrowing sight. Yeah. There'd be snow prints. I imagine they would have said something. Damn it! If it was snowing, there were (coughs) in the screenplay it will have been snowing. Okay, there were two separate pools of blood that had human hair in them. Yikes! One worse. One was in the Rasmussen's yard. The other was in a window well of another house. My God. How to get there? So, okay. So she's fleeing. She's fleeing out the yard. I don't know. This is Wisconsin, I don't want to think about it. So there's no um, fences. Yeah. So she's, she fled out the back. And she's not He's grabbed her hair and yanked it out, presumably. Yeah. She's bloody because she already got stabbed or something or, like yeah. that. Or, and then she's, she's able to get away from him because the hair comes out. Or a chunk of the hair, yeah. and then she gets to the other. Uh, you said the window well. Yeah, window yeah. well, which I'm thinking is the thing for the basement window. Yeah, probably. 
So maybe she's, well, okay. I know, weird. Well, or maybe it's just like a thing in front of a window. Yeah, it could, could be. be in front of a window. So I don't just, know. Yeah. Like a flower box kind of thing. But he not catches her box. at the other house. And then, yeah. And they don't answer the door. That's why she's knocking on the window like Aaron. There you go. No. <laughs> uh, well, those two pools of blood matched Evelyn's blood type, which is the best they could do in 1953. Yeah. They also found blood in the basement in the area of an open window. Of the it's Wisconsin, so they still have rape kits from that time that have not yeah. been tested yeah. yet. Probably. Thank you, Scott Walker. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, one question was, could she even have survived after losing that much blood? It was a, it was a lot blood. of blood. Significant oh, oh, amount no of blood. No. Not at this point. Ugh. That's the worst they, part. Yep. They found a bloody handprint on the side of the Rasmussen's house. And they also found uh, stains, blood stains, on two other homes in the neighborhood. Jeez. Jesus Christ. So, they're so just something ensued. Yeah. Paint the town red. Well, that's, and nobody heard anything? Yeah, no, I mean, she, yeah. so is she well, fleeing across two homes yep. and her own, presumably screaming? My very what next sentence. Think? Unless you don't uh, have the energy. Did she okay. A neighbor reported hearing oh. screams well, there it is. at about 7 o'clock. Oh, well, that seems early. So it was right after they left. she put the baby to bed, probably. Yeah. And they left at, seven, at 6.45. Yeah. Well, that implies they were someone's looking. already He's watching waiting. her. Possibly. Yeah. already waiting for her. And this yep. is October, so it's uh, dark. Yeah. At 6.45. And snowing. And snowing. <laughs> well, not snowing anymore, but there's snow on the ground is all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, this neighbor who heard the screams... Um, thought it was like neighbor kids being punished or something. Mm. He didn't really, he wasn't super alarmed by it because he didn't call the police at the time. That's one sick neighborhood. Ah, it's just the kids been having the shit kicked out of them again. Don't worry about it. His wife heard it too. And she actually saw a car in the neighborhood. And then she, I think it said she called, she saw the car. It was a tan colored car um, that they knew, you know, wasn't a familiar car in their neighborhood and saw it, it a, uh, Miata. It driving Miata, off. I Several other neighbors also reported seeing a similar unknown car a in the Honda neighborhood that night. Honda Del Sol. Honda oh Del Sol. God. I think it was a tan sedan. <laughs> tan sedan. <laughs> dogs. They had dogs in La Crosse, Wisconsin also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a, not a shock. Tracking dogs. Hound dogs. <laughs> dogs. I, I, I'll bet you every state... In the union has tracking <laughs> dogs, but go ahead. I've never seen dogs. Oh, well, yeah, we do see canines. Mom. But but I don't think canine units are tracking dogs. No. They, they can are track. they? Well, they can probably track just not as far as like specific. Not like blood. Not like, yeah, not, not like, like a blood, blood hound. They can not track that miles. cocaina to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can track a what? suspect in the woods or something like that, you know? Because you're eating cocaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, these dogs tracked Evelyn's scent to the street. Oh. And then it was gone. Okay, so oh. car. So yes. car. Yeah. That is the belief. The day. They began an extensive search immediately. They got a lot of people out there searching for her. Um, and the search went on for days. A few days later. Uh, what? Nothing. Oh. Just, He's anticipating what I was ready for the worst. <laughs> yeah. Ready for the bad news. No, a man came forward a few days later and saying... said, I did it. He was never arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No... He said, he was a witness, he said he saw three people that night, and it was, it, he knew that it was that night because it was the night of the homecoming game. This was three days later, you said? If, yeah. I said a few days later. Oh, a few days later. Yes. Okay. So, because he, he saw three people, two men 
two men and a woman, and it looked like the two men were helping an intoxicated woman get into a car. Mm-hmm. And this That's is it. Sight. This is in the area where the dog lost Evelyn's scent. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought, did I say they thought it looked like she was drunk? So it was like two men helping an yeah. intoxicated girl yeah. get into a car, which yeah. made sense. Which made sense to him because of the homecoming game. He thought it was just young know. kid, young people who have, been, who have been partying. Or shortly Day after seven p.m. Shrek. You got a pregame, boy. I yeah, guess. maybe. You've never met my friends. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what pregaming is. Did it a couple. So of times. then, what the hell? Why are you so confused? Because she's fifteen. Well, she would never, well, they don't she would know never pregame. Yeah, teenager. that's true. And also, so, a 15 year old in 1953, she could have looked 22. 39. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's odd. Yeah. Every teenager yeah. in it looks well, way older. Because they have those hairdos <laughs> that now, you know, 55 year old librarians have. Yeah. It seems like. 55, 75. It's odd that it would be two men. Because she clearly was able to get away from them. Yeah. And it seems, you know, I They're guess. They're bad she, at it. Yeah. The, the, uh, two men you think would have been able to easily overpower her. And Maybe not. she's wily. Yeah. Maybe she Better kicked one that. in the nuts hard. Mm. Uh, he's on the ground, yeah, and she, they, yeah. the other one chases her by himself. They didn't expect her to be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fight. Let's go with that. Well, another reason why the police think it's credible that there were two men is because, I don't know, for some reason, they think that. But, they had to get her out the window. Really? That they took her out the window because of the blood on the window and around the window and the shoe at the bottom of the basement steps. Uh, Maybe she ran down there. Yeah. In the basement, they dragged her out. Yeah. And they were just like, fuck, we got to get her out. I don't know. Maybe she tried to get out the window and she was halfway out when they grabbed at her and cut herself. Because, and they thought it would be difficult for one man to drag a body out out of a basement window. Right? Because... It's like somebody has to be in and somebody has to be out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. Or you know, unless well. you can get the body halfway out, yeah, stay there, run up, and then yeah, she stays there. Say, just wait, wait right yeah, there. Yeah, wait right there. No. Maybe she was already dead she, at that point. Yeah. She can't be. She's at. She has uh, at two other houses. I know that's weird. Yeah, yeah. That's I know. Well, she clearly got good. away. Yeah. yeah. I, well, she I don't think anything is clear. No, yeah. but, nothing is clear, but like something. The evidence indicates she got outside and was able to flee to one or two houses away. Before yeah. she was captured permanently, so that doesn't make any sense that they were well, they dragged her out the window. Yeah, I don't know. The window and then in that, and then that she sounds, got away. That's true. Sounds complicated. I, or, or she probably got away during that, maybe. Or she she fled out the window. Yeah. One, maybe one guy's in the car. He stays in there. One guy goes in to get her, and I think it's gonna, not going to be a problem. Fifteen year old girl. Yeah. She flees out the window. She cuts herself. She's injured. In in I mean, she breaks the window and, and she's desperate. And so she as uh, she um, flees into the yard. Through that basement window, perp number two yeah. gives chase as the other uh, perp comes up the you know yeah. up the house. It's a runaway all the way up the stairs. And so they able and she's able to get to a couple houses down, probably going up right to the windows and bleeding on them, but no one mm-hmm. is there. I guess everybody's at the goddamn party. Or it might make sense if it was so a basement window well there. that maybe she was trying to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're Don't sunken be down. Like yeah. she jumped know, down there and she's oh, going to oh, hide. Oh, you mean on the other house? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it said it was a pool of blood in the oh, well. I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which is more than just running up to something yeah, and, you know, yeah. leaving a bloody print. Okay. If, you know. That I, that I buy. But then, but then she then left a bloody print at another house. They said, said two houses were, were bloodstains. Yeah. So. 
Uh, let me see, where am I? Oh, so they started searching cars. They searched thousands of cars in La Crosse, Wisconsin. For the tan sedan? Yes, and, and any evidence of anything. And if they searched your car and they didn't find anything, you were given a sticker to put on the car that said, my car is okay. Well, How many people were stealing what? that sticker off of other cars? And <laughs> yeah. there? Well, and then, uh, so they started to... One person, the murderer. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> question high school and college students. They questioned about 1,700 Jesus. students. 1,688 of them were black. And this was Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They found every black person in the state. I was about to say, in the entire state. They went to yeah. New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brought them back to Wisconsin and questioned them thoroughly. And it said they also gave them polygraph tests. It's mm. a lot All of polygraph. Until the school, the, the school board started to get mad. People started to get mad, and the school board said, you got to knock this off. Yeah. We, <laughs> okay. We have a thing she's called the Constitution. Um, they also questioned all the known sex offenders in the area. That's not a bad plan. Yeah, that is a yeah. plan. Of Which, you know, is interesting. Something. There was no registry. They just, they just knew know them. who they are, yeah. probably. Yeah, but the cops kept an eye on them. Creepy guys lived under bridges with their moms. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. In the White House. <laughs> <laughs> he should be a, this should be a red dot in the White House right yeah. now. Uh-huh. True. Um, Can someone get on like that website and hack it and do it? Yeah. Be and on the Supreme Court too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They found a little bit later, somebody found bloody underwear or bloody undergarments is what they said okay. um, on train tracks below an overpass about two miles south of Lacrosse. So it would have been like, you know, a car is driving over the overpass oh, so and toss they them. toss okay, them it, and yeah. they land on the train tracks below. So that means they did something in the car. Yes. Right? And, okay. Getting rid of stuff, too. They um, showed the undergarments to Evelyn's mother, who said, yeah, they look like the kind of undergarments Evelyn had, but obviously she couldn't be 100% sure they were hers. They also found some bloody men's clothes... Um, including a jacket and shoes in different places, not all in one place. And some of them, I don't know if it was the jacket, the clothes, or the shoes, but they were like 14 miles away from La Crosse. Mm-hmm. The blood on all of these garments matched Evelyn's. Wow. Well, her type. Yeah, her blood type. And th- they thought this certain kind of jacket, it had like marks on it, like where certain tools or something might have been slung over the shoulder or something like that. So they thought it was worn by a a certain kind of worker who, of course I didn't write down the name of the worker, but who would be, who would work on bridges and stuff. Bridge worker. Yeah. No, it wasn't bridge worker. Um, And they, they published pictures of the jacket hoping that someone would come forward saying they recognized it. Oh, yeah, that's my dad's. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> that's I'm my neighbor's. Or, pretend I didn't come in here. But nobody did. Her parents received several letters. One of them what? claimed to actually have Evelyn. And, oh. and don't worry. She's okay. Uh, I'll, send a, ran- blood, I'll send a ransom later, letter later. Oh Never did. That's amazing how all of these cases, some sick sack of shit sends hoax letters like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Any prominent case, someone's going to yeah. do that. It's just evil. Another letter writer said that um, 
they knew her and that she left voluntarily with a lacrosse man That's not true. and planted all the evidence to throw people off her trail. Who planted all the evidence? She them? did. That's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, rip out some of my hair so we won't know yeah. I'm leaving with you, Bobby. Yeah. You have a negative blood? blood. <laughs> Nobody yeah. believed it for a second. Yeah. So. Does that, this person say this publicly, like in person? or did, No, like, they no, sent a letter saying letter. this okay. to the parents, the Hurtleys. Now I'm going to go through some suspects. Suspect number one. Richard Hartley, her father. Oh, naturally. The dad's always. Yeah. I object to that. (laughs) Well, statistics doesn't. Uh, He was cleared very early on. He has a pretty good alibi. He's with his whole family. The mother. He's with her mother. And one of the kids, and she's pregnant. You're mixing everything up. Yeah. (laughs) His name is Romac. And and then, like I said, authorities believed probably two men were involved. Uh, Ed Gain. Gain. Yeah, Gain. I've heard about that. Everybody knows who he is. Well, explain, because he, not everybody does. He's a well-known murderer who was known to dig up graves, and he also made items out of human body parts. Mm-hmm. Didn't he kill his mom and have sex yes. with her body and Ew. just yeah, grody he was, stuff I like that? that was psycho. <laughs> I, no, I what, think that was, was Ed Gain, too. No, no, no. no, he, yeah, yeah. he is the inspiration for Psycho. Yeah, killed his mom, yeah. are you sure? And yes. Yeah, and he was like obsessed with his mom. Yeah, and made a lampshade out of her. I think. Yeah, he, no, he did. did. He made shit out of her skin. Yeah, made items out of human body parts. He was yeah. not a. He was. He was. Yeah, he had a lampshade. I remember him about that. Yeah. Nipple belt. Yeah. yeah, built nipples. What? He made a belt, belt out of nipples. human nipples. Oh my. Okay, yeah. that's enough. Lord. We don't want to talk about him. Okay. I was specifically vague on purpose. <laughs> but he happened to be visiting family who lived just blocks away from the Rasmussen oh house, goodness. and he was there the night she disappeared. Jesus. Wow. But he yep. didn't like. Little girls, like, no, well, they went and talked I mean, to him. He's still a murderer, yeah. Still awful they questioned him, it didn't match his crimes. Yeah. He they gave him a polygraph, probably you know, verified his alibi with his family. And you know, I'm a he big, was, he was fine. I have a problem with the whole MO thing. I, I don't know if I've pontificated on this before, but just as someone does something different than their normal murder doesn't mean they're innocent. True, it bugs me that you I see that a lot. It of, depends on the type of murder, yeah. I was just about to say, I think that. A, maybe a more smarter. Higher functioning person would know. Okay, I'm not going to kill this per- people all Every the way the same time, yeah. the same way. Yeah. But so, messy, yeah. messy, organized. Person. I was going to say, isn't that the thing between an organized yeah. murderer yeah. and a but disorganized? He was a, he was a monster who may have seen a, a crime of opportunity. Yeah, that's very true. He's down the street. Yeah. And he sees these. All, everybody leave this 15 year old girl alone. It's like boom, Possible. I'll pop over there and yeah. and the whole two. But uh, he was, person thing could be completely coincidental. Yeah. It could have been two other people who really were helping their drunk friend into the car, just completely coincidental. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's not out of the realm of possibility. Not. But he was more of a dug, dig up already dead people kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. So he probably didn't do it. He's just prominent, but yeah. still. Did he only kill his mother? No, I don't, I don't know. think so. I, think I know others. he's not considered like a serial. I don't think he's considered oh, really? a serial. He's not. No, I mean, actually, you know what? I think that's Charles Manson I'm thinking of. Who's okay. No. He's considered, he's in the talk of prolific serial killers when you talk about like John Wayne Gacy yeah. and, but like he's in that conversation yeah. but you don't really talk a lot about him killing people people mostly touch on his grave robbing yeah. thing okay. cannibalism yeah. it's not thing. he didn't go out and like hunt down people the way we think of like a serial killer yeah. the way we think of Ted like John Wayne Gacy went out yeah he hunted down bullies okay great <laughs> in, moving on in 1989 so some years later a man on his deathbed came forward and told the police that a car and a body were buried in Pickwick, Minnesota. 
for some reason, authorities thought this was a credible claim, and they even went around and started digging up holes and doing like little test holes and stuff all around. There was some barn, or he said, you know, in relation to some barn on this property, and then they found out the barn didn't exist at the time, you know, in 1953. It wasn't on that land. They didn't find anything. He just, so he didn't say he did it. He just said, I saw it. Yes. Okay. He knew about it. But he was dying anyway, so, you know. That's an, okay, another pet peeve. <laughs> deathbed confession is always true. Uh, we've heard, like, you this. Yeah. so many deathbed confessions are like, bullshit. Having dementia. Yeah, like, who knows and what. Around the time of this crime, and he was like, oh. I mean, how many, how many people we absolutely know were murderers didn't confess ever yeah. and, and yeah. swore they were innocent until their last breath? Well, so. I told you, I'm, I'm going to say all kinds of weird stuff when I'm dying just to throw everybody off. What the? I'm going to go, just kidding, and then I'm going to die. <laughs> so they're going to be like, what? what? Wait, was she kidding? Was she yeah. serious? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of thing? What are you going to say? Like, gotcha. I, I, I haven't worked it up yet. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know. You won't know. You'll probably be dead. Oh, I'll for sure be dead before you will, but yeah, that's weird. That so now you guys that. won't believe anything I say when I'm dying. Why should we? You're, yeah. you're, you've you're already admitted to lying this podcast, very by true. the way. Yeah, you're going to be like, you're all adopted, and we're going to be like, ha-ha, very funny. <laughs> and then, but then you're going to go, oh my God, are we? You know what? It's not impossible. And then I'll plant fake adoption <laughs> certificates. <laughs> wow. You are You've given me ideas. Damn. <laughs> Emma looks identical to you. Oh, my God, I'm adopting. <laughs> I don't know who oh she is anymore. We've told you your birth stories yeah. a thousand times. Oh, we made a, I don't know that she's my wife. We're very creative. <laughs> okay. A couple came forward with a story about working for a farmer who said... He was going out the night that Evelyn was killed, or that Evelyn went missing. He said he was going out to look for a woman. Creepy. Well, wait. Seriously? He told his wife that? No, a couple. who They worked for him. Oh. <laughs> what you doing, Bob? Going to look for a woman? <laughs> Am I not good enough? Nope. So, so he told a couple, I'm going out to look for a woman. Uh, apparently. Okay. Well, he's uh, a farmer. He was a farmer. An unmarried farmer? Well, they didn't specify. Well, this is before a farmer... Uh, match uh, dot com or whatever. Single, What's it called? I, fuck, I made a fake profile on it. <laughs> it's called, what is it? You know what I'm talking single about? Farmer, I do. Farmers Only. Farmers Only. This is pre-Farmers Only. This is pre-Farmer Tinder. Uh-huh. So give the guy a break, Carrie. He had a jacket similar to the one that Can was found. Say, the the bloody jacket. dating pool on Farmers Only. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? They said that the day, that at, after that day, the day that Evelyn went missing, they never saw him wearing that jacket or they never saw him with the vehicle that he had at the time. Was it a tan sedan? I don't know. Wouldn't they be able to check that? Yes. Uh, he was already dead. Oh. He had died God. 10 years earlier. What year was this? this I, it, I don't know. It didn't say. Okay. But I'm sure it was at least 10 years after. <laughs> Probably more. shortly before the murders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there was a 31-year-old African-American man. Here you go, Emma. Of course. Of course. From St. Paul, Minnesota. Wow, that's already an unusual story. Who, who was connected to similar attacks in Madison, Wisconsin. So hmm. that's why they were looking at him. He was not strategic <laughs> in he, where he committed his murders. Nope. He drove a car similar to the car that was spotted by the neighbor, but they looked into him. They couldn't find any evidence to link him to Evelyn's disappearance. And they were unable to plant any? I'm confused. Yep. Hmm. Well, you know. In 2003... A man came forward with an audio tape that he had recorded 35 years earlier in a tavern that he owned. On the tape, 
you could hear a man named Clyde Peterson saying he had gone out with a man named Jack Golfair and a mutual friend to lacrosse. Jack either knew Evelyn or knew of her and knew she was babysitting that night. They said so they there's three men? Yes. Clyde, Jack, and a mutual friend. And a mutual friend. friend. Okay. They said they took her to a friend's farm and killed her. The three men mentioned in the tape are all deceased. Well, that's convenient. Jack Golfair committed suicide ten years after Evelyn's disappearance. Who um who who had a tape? Uh, a a man who owned a tavern. And he waited thirty five years. Yep. Why? I don't know. Just to be a dick? Maybe he was. Was this tape listened to by authorities and they confirmed that there is a person on it admitting these things? Yes. Confessing these? Really? Yes. But that's all I have on it. That's what? But it's still an unsolved case. I think you just solved it. It's unlikely I mean, it to ever like be that? solved. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I mean... I mean, there was no, like, no more information about an investigation into these three people, so... Is it because they're know. dead? But, geez, I think someone would have. I don't know that there wasn't, but the article I read didn't have any. So Clyde Peterson, Jack Goldfair, and someone else. Yep. And who was, whose voice was it that was admitting to it? Clyde. Clyde. So Clyde's saying me and Jack and another dude murdered this that Evelyn Hartley. Uh-huh. At that point, it would have been like 15 years ago. And buried on her farm. And they're saying that Jack knew Evelyn. So. Hmm. Wow, you think that would mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Ask family if they knew Jack. Yeah. Census? I don't know. Yeah. They did it. Find a Jack Goldfair that's in the area. Hmm. Do some research, Carrie. Let's go. I could look at census records. Okay. No, I can't because, no, there's. No. No, I no, can't. I don't actually, want to. It's too recent. They don't. Yeah. The oh, latest right. census records available are from 1940. Damn it! They really needed to. It's only ten years, right? No, in uh, three years. They're done every ten years, but they oh, don't. Yeah. It's uh, you know, they don't want alive people. Yeah, on it. Well, you can check 1940 and see if there's a Jack Goldfair there. And yeah, but who knows where he would would have been? I'm gonna go. Let's start at Lacrosse, Wisconsin. That's 13 years before the murder. Or the, you know, well, I'm pretty sure she was murdered. Sorry, Evelyn. Wow, you sound flippant. So, Evelyn was never found. Unsolved case to this day. Actually, technically, that and the Jeanette Christman cases are both unsolved cases Although to this day, technically. We're pretty sure we know who yeah. did yeah. Jeanette Christman. Yes. Yeah. We're almost yeah, this certain. One. This one, though, I mean, I guess we, we, this Clyde dude and his buddies are pretty good. Suspects, yeah. but we really don't know. Otherwise, I mean, the They're police good. never centered on anyone with any kind of level of, you know, nope. certainty. Nope. Mm. And a, another thing lending to the police believing that there had to be at least two people involved. She was not a teeny tiny little girl. She was five seven, so she was pretty tall. She weighed one hundred twenty six pounds, so she was You'll slender, slender to average. And uh, she was wearing size 16 jeans, a white ship, shoes. ship and shore <laughs> blouse, whatever that is. Can I see that black belt in taekwondo. And white bobby socks. So why does that mean she would have taken two guys? Because she wasn't. Is, is she, it the white bobby socks? <laughs> no, she wasn't a tiny little girl. She's a 5'7", 126. She female. was wearing jeans. Okay, that could have She's taller be, than me. You could be overpowered by a single male. I'm certain of that. Mm, I don't know how yeah. I know. I'm not going to admit it. But... Uh, if I'm kicking and screaming... Yeah, well, still. That's not conclusive, let's put it that way. No, of course not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
the two yeah. people would fit though, because then there's one person still in the car, possibly if there's yeah. three men there that the, that that witness didn't see. Right? He sees two men putting her in the car. He didn't see one person already still in the car, and they took off. Yeah. Hmm. So that's it. Who we knows? We have no more theories. That's it. Well, thank no you, Carrie, for those. I know. Uh, dangers of babysitting. So the urban legend is true, mm-hmm. isn't it? A so little bit, except for the whole. As you think it would be. The with phone call how thing. How many movies there are about it? Yeah. There's other cases though. I think. Yeah, right? I'm sure there are. Yeah. There's, I'm sure. <laughs> Emma's made a study of Crime it. Expert. I've seen, I've crunched the statistics <laughs> and there. Uh, the biggest danger to babysitters are creepy dads. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So thank you, Carrie. Well, Thanks, mother. You're welcome, everybody. Tell them where they can find us. Uh, when I do the podcast, you're supposed to tell us. Uh, we're Weird World Pod on Twitter. Twitter. We're Weird World Podcast on Instagram. Everything no, else. Everything else, Instagram. Uh, we're Weird Podcast. What's the website? Weirdworldpodcast.com. .com. Oh, wow, I knew that. Weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com. Weird World Podcast on, twi- on Facebook and Weird World Podcast on Patreon. Thank you. Well, thank you. Until next time. Maybe. Hopefully we'll bring you something a little lighter, yeah. a little less we sad do. and depressing. Don't get your hopes up. No, I, I, we're I think gonna we strive. should. Yeah, we're gonna strive for it. Next Somewhere step. fewer people die. Yeah, Wait, we're gonna go our, straight our, back to that nipple belt. Okay, <laughs> that's no way to end a podcast. Please. All right, see you guys. Bye. Love you. Oh man, I can't find my cursor. Just <laughs> go. Keep, keep that in the podcast, good. Found it. Just furiously move the mouse around. That's what I did.